Yes. Oh, hi. Yes, we are streaming. In fact, hi everybody. The stab show's back. Uh, cause daddy's back in town. Don't, don't say. Uh. Don't you? Uh. No. <laughs> that. Don't you love when you immediately have a like yeah. bit remorse, mm. like <laughs> remorse for a riff that you just did? You're like, no, no, take it back, take it back. <laughs> well, that ungoofed so many gaps out there. No. Well, uh, how was Burning Man, Daddy? <laughs> Now I'm Burning Man Daddy. Ash Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good old times. Yeah. Good old. Where does it rank? Probably right up there. It's up there. That's one cool. of my one of the top ones, Love if it. not the toppy, the tippy toppy. I did so much. I, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, and worked a lot. Yeah. I was a manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to wear a tie. No, I didn't have no. <laughs> At Burning Man, you could wear a tie and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that is that is upper management attire. <laughs> That's tie cocking. <laughs> okay. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience Mm -hmm. in a show called Stab. Welcome to Stab, the show that makes the whole week worthwhile. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist, 3D Prince, actual working miniature vinyl records for hipster house pets. He's the co-host of Warm Takes, it's Corey Berenger. Our second panelist once taught a fish to be snooty. He's a fantastic comedian, it's David Coleman. And our third panelist collects record review zines published by hipster house pets. They're a stab show favorite, it's Melanie Ford. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, one cat richer, so much sleep poorer. This is the Stab Show. Hi, Lollipop. Watching the show. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) This is the Stab Show. Still available locally on Cuts 103.1 and globally, CutsFM.org, Saturday nights at 11 p.m. We're we're the hipster house pets of this equation. Hell yeah. Uh, Low power FM. Mm -hmm. Does it get less listenable? Uh, we we love you we love you Mickey uh, um, uh, Saturday night's eleven I think I said that uh, let's meet tonight's panel hey Corey hey Jesse hi there hey the person one of the persons uh, that made it possible for me to gad about yeah in the desert it was a hoot yeah we really enjoyed playing house for <laughs> for a couple weeks yeah. here uh, me and Jacqueline were. Kind of you know, keeping the lights on, sure. Through through all the shows and everything, it was, was it was a lot of fun. Um, I appreciate. I, it. I enjoyed it, and we we want to do more of it. So yeah. you can have some nights off. Aww. I think that's what it comes down to. So because we love this place so much, and we don't want you to burn out oh. and hate it. <laughs> so, and I, I think mean, a big part of that is giving yourself some breaks. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if we've already passed the point where I'm not gonna hate it anymore. <laughs> no. I love the place, and I love yeah. that you guys love the place. And I, it was so it was so wonderful um, when you when you said playhouse. Mm. My mind, maybe I'm no. I was gonna say maybe I'm older. I am. Uh, I don't know if you guys though have kindergarten classes changed over the last forty years. Have you guys had like the 
the, the wooden block uh, yes. house yes. place yes. setup that you would you know, definitely. That's yeah. just what I thought of when you. <laughs> so yeah. just a big block yeah. wood oven, that you just <laughs> yeah. open and close. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> oh, what we I burned myself on the cold wood. <laughs> oh, we're learning how to live, kids. Uh, <laughs> Better stay heteronormative, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In this kindergarten class, <laughs> yeah. it's Adam and Eve, not Steve and Joanne or. <laughs> any any fucking other name. There's just two names. <laughs> in, Adam and Eve. Yeah. I, in 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 Jesse's defense, Steve and Joanne are a T for T couple. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know who I was saying, and then I realized, oh, that's sort of that didn't work. <laughs> Still a lady name. <laughs> this isn't a Johan and. Spritzel, I don't know. <laughs> Those still sound male and female in whatever country, imaginary country Johan and Spritzel hail from. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Yes. Super appreciate you're, it. And you're, you're doing, welcome. you're doing uh, aside from that, so much around here. Warm Takes, Stab Presents. Yeah, we've been having uh, a lot of fun with the Stab Presents stuff, bringing yeah. music back to Stab and hoping to, you know, just keep building that so people know that this is a spot not just for comedy, yeah. but for performance in general. Yeah. yeah. Try to make it a big umbrella. Yep. Got the spoken words, got the mm -hmm. musicses, got mm -hmm. the comedies, what have you. Yeah. Drag, all sorts of things. Yeah. We want to make it a big umbrella. Big C community, guys. Big C, capital <laughs> C community. Uh, well, good to have you. Thank you. Thanks for holding it down. Yeah, great Super to be appreciate here. Super appreciate it. Uh, David Coleman! <clears throat> Sorry. David, hi there. Hello. Hey. So, good to see you all. Good to yeah. see you. You're in Santa Barbara? Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. One of yeah. the Santas. One of those. Yeah. The Still out there. there. How's that going? It's going good. Yeah, it's, I'm. I'm miss the comedy scene in Sacramento. But sure. Is there a Santa Cruz comedy scene? Yeah. There's. Yeah. There's a, there's a big comedy oh, scene yeah. in Santa Cruz. Yeah. There is. There's actually a venue like <laughs> visible from my front door. Oh wow. I can't think of stuff. Yeah. Greater Purpose Brewing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh. literally. Like if I crane my neck, I can see this this place. I've heard, yeah. Uh, DNA runs the shows yep, there. That's the one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, then I've gone to a couple shows I haven't performed yet. Well, you gotta you gotta get out there, David. You I know. To, I gotta get myself back out there. Gotta get you seen. Know. I'm just not over losing the the stab theater. I don't know if I'm ready yet <laughs> for a new theater. <laughs> that's you know? fair. That's fair. Well, um, if Skip gets settled into whatever new job she's got and is ready to incur the wrath of the church again, we would love <laughs> to have uh, Tabernacle back. I don't know if that's going to be yeah. a thing. I'm. We're gonna. We're gonna see. Okay. I texted her this morning. I just told her we should do another show together. <laughs> well, I agree. We're gonna trying to find something as interesting as the Bible that Corey hasn't already done. But yeah. We'll see if we can Good find fucking that. luck. <laughs> <laughs> he is crushing with crushing his conservative upbringing lately. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we missed Tabernacle. Lots of fun. So much fun, and greatly missed. Uh, well, get out there. Tell DNA uh, stab sent you. He will have no idea what <laughs> what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, good to see you, David. Uh, Melody. Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you. <laughs> Very tentative. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, glad good to see you, question mark. You. <laughs> uh, happy to drag you out of the out of the house and get you get you being a part of things. I mean, yeah. you're a part of plenty on your on your other platforms, your tickety talkities and what have yous. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's that going, by the way? Um, mm. uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm trying to get back on it. Oh kinda, yeah, yeah. Got, got bored by it for a little bit, which is not. Well, that's that, that happens. It's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry I brought it up. No, you're uh. okay. <laughs> uh, I have I have been writing a bunch though, like a oh, bunch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I uh, I'm working on a screenplay. I actually got through oh, the shit. second draft. Uh, yeah, a draft. That's huge. Yeah, that's wow. awesome. Thank you. Well, hope to see it. Hope to hope to hear more of it. Um, needs to uninstall TikTok, YouTube Shorts. Oh, new YouTube Shorts suffices apparently. Huh. That's that's a stand. Yeah. That somebody's making in yeah. the chat. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm, I'm actually thinking. I'm actually thinking about switching platforms to um, Snapchat, um, VODs, or whatever the there's there's a there's a Snapchat clone of TikTok now. Oh, okay. I found oh. that out before I deleted the app. Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, it's too much. I knew I shouldn't get started on it. It would get supplanted by something. <laughs> I'm not quite right yet, but I hopefully you can make me right. Um, well, glad to have you. Good to see you. Thank you all for doing yeah. doing this uh, this program. I gotta start booking the next ones. I got nobody. You want to be on the show? Let me know. All right. <laughs> you? I keep trying and you don't fucking answer. You don't answer. Oh, <laughs> oh Jack <laughs> snuck out. Sneaking away from more MMMs. <laughs> uh, this is this is a visual representation. Of how my booking attempts in general <laughs> go. Seen and crawling away. <laughs> what? <laughs> how do I not mark this message as seen? <laughs> All right. The trick is to expand the preview. That's what I do. Before you click. <laughs> That's what I do. Just know, everybody, I've seen your messages. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, it's the stab show, guys. I've missed you as much as you've theoretically missed me. Uh, segment one. Oh, we, we're not doing anything fancy. We're back to basics. It's reorganization. Oh, and as we might have heard, uh, for the first time in three years, I went back out to the desert a couple weeks ago. It was pretty warm. It was kind of windy. It was a giant clusterfuck in some respects, and it was the best trip ever in others. I went back to Burnensman's, guys, and it was awesome. But now I'm back, and while I'm still recovering, I'm hoping to use all that desert energy to do awesome things back at home. And the first thing back is reorganization. So how about we go with BRC, or Black Rock City, the, uh, the home of the Burning Man uh, shindig. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that means something to me, BRC. But how about we forget about that, and instead you give us who or what else BRC might stand for or represent to you. Hey, Corey. Hey. <laughs> Let's hear your BRC. Okay. You got a big thing you can't lift? You asked all around town. No one can do it. Big Randy can. <laughs> you got a big hole needs digging? You asked all around town. No one's got a shovel or the desire to dig. Big Randy can. Yeah, he can. You got a big rock that you need turned into smaller rocks? <laughs> You asked all around town. No one wants to pretend they're on a chain gang swinging a hammer and singing hymnals. Big Randy can. Hey, can. It's never not. 
You got a girl that's crazy about you, but you don't see the relationship going anywhere serious and you feel suffocated, but also preemptively guilty for what you know needs to be said, but you're too nervous to break up with her. You asked all around town. No one wants any part of that drama. Nuh-uh, no, sir. Big Randy cannot. But Big Randy can remind you that she deserves honesty and kindness. If you need anything like the first three examples, call Big Randy. He doesn't have a phone number, but just call his name out real loud and he'll come running. Randy! <laughs> Alley oop! <laughs> and then it's just a cartoon puff of, puff of dust. And there's Randy. Y'all need something busted up. Oh, Randy. Uh. <laughs> Big Randy has pounds. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves Randy. <laughs> Everybody loves big old Randy. Thank Can you, you just shout you. Randy or do you have to shout big Randy? Uh, I, feel like I, I think he'd come to both. Yeah. Okay. yeah. As long as you get the Randy in there. I don't think he'd come to big. No. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it, it's sort of the uh the the Alexa big goofs in town. <laughs> yes. You have to shout the activation <laughs> phrase first. Right. Uh, <laughs> lift that thing. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but he's got a heart of gold. That's the thing. Oh, he does. He's got a heart of gold. Yeah. He's, and he is, he's not going to let you get out of that responsibility. N nope. She deserves better. Yeah. He deserves better. They deserve better. Randy doesn't care. No. Just treating people like people. Uh, <laughs> David, sorry. I, we can we can expound because no Willie listens tonight, so we can just wander. <laughs> we can stretch our legs out here. Uh, David Coleman, um, let's hear a BRC from you then. Yeah. So obviously we know BC AD. It's a problem. We're just running our whole timeline off of of some some guy who died from a book in oh. two thousand years ago. Yeah, I'm back to church comedy already. <laughs> uh, and we need, to, we need to do that differently. Everybody everybody knows what you're doing with the BCE before common era. No, it's it's just, it's still, the, it's still 2,022 years since, since Jesus Christ. So I think we need a reset. I think we need a different cultural marker mm -hmm. for when, our, when our, our world shifted, you know, when everything changed, which is why I'm pr proposing we go with BRC, which mm -hmm. is before Russell Crowe. <laughs> it's okay. the world before um, that Australian genius was born <laughs> um, with his beautiful mind and his gladiator sword. Um, he was born April 7th, 1964. Okay. So what I'm proposing is that um, today would be uh, June 11th, 58 AG, which is instead of Agnus Domini, uh -huh. Agnus Gladio, which is, so instead of Year of Our Lord, it's Year of Our Sword, which like rhymes, which I thought was cool. Um, it is not properly conjugated Latin, but it's close. Uh, yeah, there's this thing when you put R in there, somehow Agnus Domini includes the R, but you have to have like a Nostra. And anyway, that's a different thing. But uh, yeah, I think Russell Crowe deserves it. Sure. I think he hasn't shouted anybody on set in a while. Uh, he did. He was in Thor: Love and Thunder, which must have been humbling. It, it, he didn't get a very good role in that. Um, and you know, I just you know, 
1964, that's a decent starting over place. Oh, the June 11th. Yeah. So I was thinking about it. And the two ways we can do this is either we just put New Year's Eve as like April 6th. And then it's just the year changes the next day, which I guess wouldn't be that hard. But the other option would be that we we have like his birthday is now January first. Sure. So we can talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, we got options. We'll workshop it. BRC before Russell. Thank you. Yes, that that beautiful beautiful man. Uh, thank you. (laughs) So yeah, I was trying to figure out. I I couldn't do the math quickly. It was sixty four. So it's like 50, yeah, 58. Yeah, you got it. Fifty-eight. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, David. Uh, I'm gonna. I. Ugh, it's gonna ruin writing all my checks. Uh, <laughs> I write checks, guys. I'm a business owner. Uh, <laughs> Melanie, let's hear your BRC, please, mm-hmm. please, and thank you. <laughs> hey, dudes. You would like not believe the weekend I've had. I was out doing some parkour at the skate park. They love me there. They're always calling out to me. Get the fuck out of the way, brother. Come back when you got wheels, dude. (laughs) They're being cute. Anyway, I saw this tubular looking dude across the park, a real banging hottie. And I was like, man, this sweet dude's making my homosexuality do ollies. (laughs) We locked eyes across the park, but I played it cool. I ran right into that half pipe and did a sick little backflip at the top. And little Tay was like, get the fuck, get out of the fucking half pipe, dickhead. (laughs) Which is his way of saying I did a sick little Mm backflip. Right as I landed the backflip, I heard Grinder go off in my pocket like, bloop. (laughs) And I like looked at my phone and dude, it was the banging hottie at the skate park. Turns out his name was Connor. I was stoked. <laughs> I was I was totally stoked to see what his gnarly opening line was gonna be, but he didn't have words at all. Just a sweet pick of his schlong. I looked at him across the park. We like flirted in the eyes for a second, dude, and then I sent him back BRC, <laughs> bro, righteous cock. Mm-hmm. And then I gave him a wicked blowy in the cleanest port of potty. Yeah. yeah. The cleanest. The cleanest one, because we're classy. Right. <laughs> I love. Turns out his name is Connor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that 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 really broke me. I liked that a lot. <laughs> Turns out <laughs> at the skate park, it was like a fifty-fifty shot. <laughs> we roll them bones. <laughs> Turns out he's Connor. <laughs> Could have been Trav, <laughs> but no, it's Connor. Turns out. <laughs> Oh, thank you. And all the, already, back into it. We've got our stab legs under us again. That's, that's segment one. Uh, segment two, let's, let's cut them right out from under us again. Sorry. I brought bathroom wall back. You guys hadn't done it in a while. Um, so I got to balance it out. I don't want to give you the same thing. You don't need to know how the sausage is made. It's gross. Uh, as a last reference to my getaway... One of the things no one can look forward to would be having to shit in a hot plastic box again. (laughs) It's kind of the worst. And it's with that in mind that we're going to revisit Bathroom Wall in our first episode back. A public restroom can be quite an inspirational canvas. And armed with nothing but time and some form of writing or carving implement, a mind can wander and need to release its knowledge on the walls around it. And so in Bathroom Wall, you're asked to give us three items you might find carved, drawn, or scribbled on the bathroom walls of a public restroom in an abstract concept. Just go with it. Um, In this case, Autumn. 
If fall itself had a public bathroom, what would you find etched or scrawled on its walls? I did not check if we've done autumn already. <laughs> so I'm going to assume we haven't. Uh, Corey, let's hear your first of three items on the bathroom walls of autumn. For autumnal pleasures, call pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's adorable. I thought so. Yeah. And spicy. Uh, <laughs> just spicy enough. Just, just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little tang there. I can't place that. What is that? It's just pumpkin <laughs> spice. Uh, David, piece number one, Autumn's bathroom walls. Yeah, similar idea. So for a cozy time, call. <laughs> and then I put an actual phone number, but I realized I didn't check to make sure it wasn't a phone number. <laughs> oh, okay. Say it. All right. It's numbers, but it begins with 916, so it's good. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. Man, now I just—I just wonder who it could have been. <laughs> who could have never? Afterwards, yeah, I was gonna say who could have never been called by a, a fan of this show <laughs> since nobody would put the work in. Nobody. You could you could be afraid, but we're probably safe. All right. Thank you, David. Uh, Melanie, first time around. Yeah. Uh, bathroom walls of water. Yeah, I think I have a cute one too. Oh, good. Um, it's a drawing of two gourds, sixty-nineing. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Just stems. All <laughs> just a whole jammed. It. All right. Uh, <laughs> I assume. I don't know. So, yeah. We got cute. That's yeah. nice. This is what I have yeah, to do to get cute and not we're terrible. cute tonight. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Because I remember when I left, we were on quite the string of terrible. It was, so it was pretty reset. nasty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good reset. Second time around, Corey, autumn bathroom. Yeah, so it's what appears to be a glory hole, but yeah. there's writing on the wall around the glory hole that says "gourd drop." It's where you <laughs> drop your gourds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is keeping it cute. Sure, keeping that's adorable. Cute. Yeah, it's <laughs> where you get your stem wet, as <laughs> per the previous. Yeah, <laughs> David. Let there's a couple directions we can go now. They've been established. Uh, yep. <laughs> what's your second bathroom wall item for the bathroom wall of autumn? So this is one of those kind of murals that people have put together where like one person puts one thing and then it gets added to. Mm. Um, so, you know, in, in different colors of, uh, of, of pen, sure. there's a penis with uh, a sweater on and the sweater is over the ball sack and it is like a partial turtleneck. So it does go up. Okay. Um, and then somebody added, it is now ejaculating, which you can tell is pumpkin spice latte. Okay. Sure. Um, and it's doing that towards a uh, beautifully drawn vulva where <laughs> the labia majora kind of look like they, it kind of looks like a maple leaf, you know? Okay. Oh, I was expecting more. <laughs> I was just waiting. No, that's all I so was... far. But, you know, <laughs> okay. Get a little longer. Some was... pumpkin boobs. Sure. You know. Sure. And it's going to become a masterpiece. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, you're acting like it's not already. Uh, <laughs> I was just settling in. What else? Uh, that's, that's up to my imagination now. That's up to your imagination. Thank you, David. Like? Melanie, uh, how about finishing our second time around the bathroom walls of autumn? Yeah, so this is less um, about what's on the wall and more about like the... the um, these ensemble sure. of the bathroom, sure. um, it always smells really, really nice in there. Yeah. Um, and it is because everyone is basically shitting straight undigested Starbucks brand pumpkins by syrup, but mm -hmm. it's a good smell. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> that does not get broken down by the system. No. <laughs> Comes out the same way it went in. Oh, uh, isn't it fun when you get to use mise en scene? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has a certain I don't know what. <laughs> it makes my two film classes feel worth the twenty eight thousand dollars that I took. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Back to it. Corey. Yeah. Let's uh let's finish up a mm -hmm. third time around. Uh resetting again. It's the bathroom walls yes. of autumn. So this is a nice little poem that's written oh, in, nice. in one of the stalls. Mm -hmm. Here I sit, safe and sound, mm -hmm. making brown while the leaves fall down. <laughs> oh no, that's nice. That's nice. I get it. <clears throat> uh David not Shapiro. Uh, oh. <laughs> this is this is the Coleman variety. David, let's hear your last uh, auto, autumnal bathroom wall piece. Yeah, Julie Simpson goes apple picking behind the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, fucking. I like that because it captures like the first time I saw writing in a bathroom wall. It was phrases that I was like, I knew they were dirty, but I wasn't sure how. And I just feel like it captures that energy. Yeah. Yeah, Julie Simpson back there apple picking. <clears throat> I think I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, thank you, David. Uh, Melanie, let's wrap up bathroom walls with your third from the uh, walls of uh, the public restroom mm -hmm. in the concept of autumn. Mm -hmm. uh, didn't need that much reset. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and finish this off. Um, it's just somebody has scrawled. I miss before climate change when this place was more than just summer part two. Nice. I was worried it wouldn't get sad. <laughs> I always deliver, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I am looking forward to autumn sometime mid to late October. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ow. Now it's a real transaction. Yeah, some shit is going down. Oh. <laughs> Don't take a nickel under $5, Jacqueline. Uh. Please stay, stranger. I'll wet your stem. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we will goof your... I don't know. <laughs> I forgot already. Uh, segment three, it's campaign trail. Oh, I think I remember liking these. So <laughs> these are the, the ones in my delirious thinky walk <laughs> that just came whole. It was wonderful. Uh, as fall approaches, we can see just off in the distance the dust cloud of an encroaching campaign season. People pretending to care about what you care about, shouting catchphrases and pandering to your basest fears and the darkest corners of your soul. Politics are fun. In Campaign Trail, you get to fight for the hearts and minds of voters as you give us a campaign speech for the following candidate vying for your support in their pursuit of a particular office, post, or platform. Corey Berenger. Yes. This, I don't know. Uh, I thought it was, I went a couple different, we landed here. You <laughs> are a golf glove signed by NASCAR legend Ricky Rudd running for sheriff of a Buffalo Wild Wings. Good evening, and thank you all for attending on such short notice. <laughs> None of us expected the scandal and fallout surrounding the former sheriff, baseball mitt full of jizz. <laughs> but like my grandmama used to say, no sense crying over spilt jizz. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Now, I'd like to debunk some of the criticism I've heard of my candidacy. Unfounded accusations that I am running on the celebrity merit of a former associate, one NASCAR legend, Ricky Rudd. Let me be perfectly clear. What Ricky did in his free time, driving around a circle real fast-like, was and is none of my concern. The way I saw it, I had but one job and one job only, to keep my customer's hand from slipping on the green. As for the signature permanently etched into my midsection, now who am I to tell a man he can't write his name on me? <laughs> That's no way to tell a stranger you was raised right. It was a simple courtesy I extended to Ricky at a celebrity tournament 35 years ago. And it's a courtesy I would expend to any and all my constituents here today. As sheriff of this here Buffalo Wild Wings, I feel it would be in keeping with the duties of any self-respecting public servant. And now to extinguish any lingering doubts you find folks may have to the contrary, I'd like you to line up single file and write your names all over my remaining white portions. And as you do so, please remember, a vote for golf glove is a vote for traditional values. Now get up on here. I think I got some space left on my fingers. Oh. Always, always wonderful to find a word that can really accentuate oh, yeah. an accent. Yeah. yeah. Got some room left on my fingers. Oh, yeah. It just drips with uh, wonderfulness. No, um, yeah. So I apparently there isn't quite the um, the Hard Rock Cafe equivalent for like sports bars. I looked. <laughs> I looked no. up like like franchise like yeah. theme. That's not. That's uh, surprising. Yeah. Seems like there would be. It seems like it. Yeah. So I just went with money the, on the table. Yeah, they're leaving money on the table. <laughs> so much <laughs> memorabilia yeah. could be displayed while you're eating up them. No. Tasty mozzie sticks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> getting that moz? I don't know. Uh, David, it's the first and second times that I've uh, referred to mozzarella sticks. <laughs> the moz <laughs> with Z's. Uh, David Coleman. Thank you, Corey. You're Wonderful. Welcome. Thank you. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> it just left me wondering, did Ricky Rudd ever participate in a celebrity golf tournament? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> David, you, oh, you're going to have a hard time getting my vote. You are a case of tropical starburst running for a position in a Little League concession stand. My fellow Americans, <laughs> mm -hmm. I knew it came as a surprise when I announced I was trying to unseat peanut M&Ms <laughs> from East Pineville Little League Snack Shop. He is a good snack and has been very popular in his long run of office. But with the Robinsons twins old enough to join the league and their severe allergy, and with the push for more vegan options, I think it's time to give my strawberry kiwi a try. Many of you claim that I'm not cut out for the big leagues, that I'm the Jeb Bush of this election season, running off of name recognition from original Starburst. Well, this isn't the big leagues, it's the little leagues. Fair enough. And I say everyone plays. Uh, also, I like Jeff Bush, and I am like him. I'm more qualified than the original. I've got 
four good colors, dependable flavors, no orange. Original <laughs> Starburst has orange. Peanut M&M has orange, even if it's only the color. You know it's somehow your least favorite. So vote for me. No allergens, no Bush Jr., no orange. <laughs> that is a platform we can all get behind. I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah. While in other venues, I do enjoy orange. I think it's it's the least of the the four Starburst. Yeah. No, no. We got a yes. We got a no. It's red, pink. Isn't yellow? Isn't lemon? Ye yellow and then orange. I like orange. the lemon. You know, I, I yeah. think as it's difficult to do lemon really well. Yeah. And I think you pull it off. So you. I think you it's go, better than Skittles. You go strawberry. You go pink. Ah, still yeah, red. Red Starburst. Mm, it's just. Oh, so good. I don't know. This is not the hill that I'm going to die on. But, <laughs> but that's my ranking. Let's hear yours. Uh, <laughs> uh, sound off in the chat. Uh, <laughs> Melanie, let's wrap up our campaigning. Uh, I, you can go in a lot of different directions, I assume. Uh, you are an ice sculpture of Rick Sanchez. Running for a position in a 20-something Crypto Bros birthday party. All right. Let's pretend I do a decent Rick Sanchez. You didn't have to, <laughs> but you can. <laughs> buddy! <laughs> hey, hey, buddy! Come to the garage! Come to the bench, buddy! Boom! Big reveal! I'm an ice sculpture of Pickle Rick Sanchez! What do you think about that? I turned myself into an ice sculpture! Just like how you're going to love your day... Just like how you're going to one day turn yourself into a millionaire with all that Rick Sanchez coin. You can't explain how you're going to do that. Just like how I can't explain how I turned myself into an ice sculpture of Pickle Rick. We've got so much in common, buddy. Mostly that we are both deeply invested in over-the-top and convoluted plans that on the surface seem to demonstrate our intelligence to others when in reality they are stupid, shallow excuses to avoid much-needed therapeutic services. So display me at your birthday party, buddy. All your friends will point and yell, I'm Pickle Rick! <laughs> And pretend they got the point of the episode, even though they didn't. And it's going to be a rager, buddy. And you definitely won't feel hollow inside. And when the party's over, I'm going to murder some mice for limbs in the sewers. I'm my sculpture Pickle Rick! Yeah. Somewhere, someplace, an incel just had a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Oh! I think I'm behind this, but I don't understand! <laughs> This encapsulates everything about me. <laughs> <sighs> it does, but you don't realize it. <laughs> the temporary nature of the ice sculpture. <laughs> your place in the universe. No, it's awesome. No, it's actually pretty awesome. deep. <laughs> no, it's actually pretty deep, you guys. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> oh. And I do mean guys. Guys, only guys. <laughs> Bros. <laughs> Brosif. Broham, <laughs> Brony. <sighs> it's still fun, right? Yeah. Isn't it still fun? Yeah. I don't know. I watched the... Oh, we're talking about the show. I don't know. I, I, I actually stopped watching. I mean, eventually, it seems like a show I will probably catch up on, but mm -hmm. I, I haven't watched it in like three seasons or something. It's, it's one of those things like, oh, it's still happening. Yeah. Cool. All right. I mean, Good kinda, for them. Kinda Good for them. It happens every several years at this point. It's yeah. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, guys. I sculpture Pickle Rick. Uh, <laughs> segment four, dating profiles. Let's get away from that and get into something that uh, equally doesn't 
relate to. Uh, love! Yeah. It's kind of neat, right? What's just about as good, comma, is mutual desperation clinging to a near stranger in the night, proving to the universe that you do in fact exist and deserve tenderness and connection. It's basically the same thing. Any hoozle in dating profiles, you're asked to give us a dating profile of following people, places, or things, vying for at least one night's fluid intermingling. <sighs> the other three were good. Corey! <laughs> teed up specifically for you. It was on the list. Sometimes I write too many prompts sure. for a show and I, I cut them. Okay. This was this I didn't write it specifically for okay. you, but <laughs> I did pull it out specifically for you. And that was very kind of yeah, you. Good. Uh Corey Barringer, let's hear your dating profile for a third string goalie. Hey there. <laughs> Name's Pat Mazinski. The boys call me Patty, but you can call me whatever you like. I never done one of these online thingamajigs before, but coach said it might help with my confidence on the ice, so I figured, hey, what the heck? I'm a goalie for the Mankato Mole Rats, uh, and a damn good one, and a damn good one at that. I helped us get to our beer league final six years straight, but that was before I tore my groin up pretty bad. Ah, hell, coach said I shouldn't talk about my groin on here. But the thing they don't tell you about a groin injury is how long it lasts. I guess they figure they don't got to tell you that, but it would have been nice, you know. Anywho, I'm a simple kind of guy. I like funny movies. I do a little fishing when the weather's right. Love to bowl. It's been tougher ever since, well, you know. <laughs> Look, I better get off this thing before I keep talking about my groin injury, so I'll leave it at this. I'm a nice guy. Give me a chance. Go mole rats. <laughs> Go mole rats. Oh, that's six years in a row. That's nothing to sneeze six, at, buddy. It's nothing that's, to sneeze at yeah. at all. <laughs> did they did they keep it going after after the injury? He's a damn good tendy <laughs> when it counts. <laughs> oh, he's he's a ninety five percent wall. That's all you need. That's all. <laughs> you get above you get above ninety five. That's just when showing the, off. When the tough gets going. Mm -hmm. The tough get groin. <laughs> wasn't his. I don't his need to before. make no sense. No, <laughs> was his motto before, but he's he's tried to tried to take it back. Yes, <laughs> the tough get groin, guys. <clears throat> Thank you, Corey. Thanks. That was as as wholesome <laughs> and wonderful as a as a dating profile from a third string goalie should be. Uh, this might not be. Uh, David. Let's hear a dating profile from a superhero created in the 50s. Holy self-reinvention, Batman. <laughs> I'm back in the dating scene after realizing my aesthetic of blind patriotism is weird now. <laughs> uh, it's all good. I have to do this every 20 years to keep my trademark anyway. Mm. Uh, DC in the streets, <laughs> timely in the sheets. Nice. Uh, just trying to party like it's the golden age. Mm -hmm. Not looking to follow the comics code, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all. That, okay, that, that is the entirety of their profile. That was a Tinder. That little. They're really basing it off of you liking their the art style and the profile picture. <laughs> yeah. The picture. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just crackling with Kirby energy. Uh, <laughs> so good. I appreciate that. 
I appreciate that being wholesome, too. We've turned a corner, guys. <laughs> this show is all about... I hope yours has some dicks in it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, well, uh, based on earlier prompts, I think we might be revisiting something. <laughs> but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Melanie, <laughs> let's hear your dating profile. Uh, thank you, David. That was wonderful and wholesome. And... Uh, and I'm going to bag and board that and take it home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Melanie, let's hear your dating profile from someone who can do a backflip by running and kicking off a wall. Hey, dudes. <laughs> uh, I'm all about the flower, the parkour, and the blowies, dude. <laughs> Giving blowies, receiving blowies, same time blowies. They're like, all cool with me, brother. <laughs> I cruise here alone sometimes, dude, but I also double team with my new banging hottie boyfriend, Connor. <laughs> we could be the support teams to your Eiffel Tower, dude. Better yet, the peaks on your half pipe, tubular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, never not going to think about same time blowies. Any- same it's just- time blowies. Yeah. That's, a, that's an opportunity too long missed. 69, boo. Same time blowies. So <laughs> it's the Samuel suck. <laughs> uh, thank you, Melanie. Thank you for bringing things together. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that brings us already to segment five. Oh, I've been trying to dally so much of my dilly, but no, we still got <laughs> still got here quickly. Don't you give me that. It's clearly. Clearly, how those terms are used. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets us to movie makeup. Movies provide us with an escape from everyday life and a glimpse into other worlds that we wish we could inhabit. They are magical two-hour vacations from reality that usually involve at least one Hemsworth. We love the silver screen at Stab so much that we like to try our hand at splashing it our own selves. <laughs> yeah, that it makes sense. In movie makeup. You're all asked to give us your synopses of made-up movies based on the following titles pulled from the various random title generators of our friends at 7sanctum.com. Someone let them know we do this. Corey! Yeah. <laughs> Corey Berenger. Um, all of these, I, I don't have preconceptions of where they can go, so I'm looking forward to them. I was the, I was the dick that um, would guess people's uh, presence and just, oh, like, no. totally ruin their joy. Oh. Oh, boy. Because yeah. I assume you must have been good at the guessing. I was. Oh. I was too good once. Oh. My best friend hands me this. Oh, uh, Simpsons Monopoly. Boom, I nailed it. <laughs> and I feel bad to this day. Yeah. Probably 25-ish years ago. Yeah. 30, maybe. Yeah. I never felt good since. <laughs> <laughs> Just stealing the joy. That was the day. Yeah. That yeah. was it. <laughs> That's what started us down this path. <laughs> Every day I've been fighting to get it back. No. I mean, autumn bathroom walls helped. Yeah. They did. Uh, Corey, let's get our first made-up movie here. Let's hear your synopsis of I Was a Teenage Clone. Disclaimer. This is not porn. <laughs> it's foreign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pierre is a hot, sexy 19-year-old scientist who has it all. Or does he? He doesn't. 
<laughs> because he doesn't have love. Oh, there he is. No woman or man can handle Pierre. He's too hot and also sexy, and this intimidates potential lovers. One night, while masturbating in his laboratory, he has a cock-throbbing epiphany. He could clone himself several times and finally have the orgy he deserves. But what happens when the clones become curious of the world beyond the lab and revolt against their master? We don't know because that doesn't happen in this movie. They just fuck nonstop for like a month and then fall into a nice routine of servicing each other every few days. Pierre doesn't hurt anyone to get what he wants and everyone is happy at the end. Or are they? Yes, they are. They are. <laughs> I was a teenage clone. The movie that immediately answers all of its questions. <laughs> was it? Yes! <laughs> oh, so good. That's the orgy Pierre has deserved. Mm. Uh, never mind me. I'm just trying to make sure that, that who we're planning on rating doesn't end yeah. before. I'm so good tired. Call. I hate it. I don't like, I don't like it at all. feels bad. Uh, thank you, Corey. Yeah. So good. So good. So glad uh, you were available. Yes. Yes. I think that's half the battle. It is. It really is. <laughs> the greatest ability, guys. <laughs> availability. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was fun. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again. Yeah. yeah love nice. having you. Uh, Corey, how can people uh, get and enjoy more Corey Berenger? Yeah, a in bunch of lives? stuff at Stab. I, yeah. I co host Warm Takes every month. Um, you could look at the stab calendar. Chances are, if you if you throw a dart at the calendar, I'm probably on one That's of true. those. Um, and then I also uh, make fun, silly videos on TikTok. Oh. So you could find me, you know, at Corey Berenger uh, on there. Yeah. And then uh, Instagram and Twitter at Hunky Corey. Glad to have you. Yeah, thank in you. In all of your your many forms. Mm-hmm. I got to change that to a Twitter handle, or not? <coughs> it's already a Twitter handle. I got to change that to the TikTok. Yeah. It's the same. No, it's not. It's Corey Berenger. Yeah. Not yeah. Hunky Corey. No. So it's Corey Berenger. Yeah. Um I have no idea what David David. Not you, you David. Not, you? not you. Not you, David. David in the chat. Uh ninety percent of what they, they say in the chat, I have no idea. <laughs> give me give me an example. Um Was that a house watch? I kinda want that. What <laughs> I don't I don't... You know what? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a house watch. I hope you really want it. Google a house watch and then get back in the chat and tell me what the hell a house watch is. is it, isn't a house watch just a clock? I think, yeah. <laughs> but can you wear a clock? I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, th- I was going to say, yeah. yeah he's, he can wear a clock. Yeah. But at that point, this is the big, you know, question is he wearing a clock or is he wearing a watch? Mm. I think he's wearing a clock. It's, it, it, <laughs> I don't know. It's a question answered <laughs> like it was in I Was a Teenage Clone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I don't even, like, we're not, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no. I think there is a threshold that a watch can pass in size okay. and then it becomes a clock. And I feel okay. like the threshold is around there. Like this. I feel like anything, because at this point, that could just be an unwieldy pocket watch. Yeah. 
Still a watch. Okay. Still a watch. Still a watch. Not a clock. You don't call it a pocket clock. You call it a pocket watch. Ooh, but once right. you get here, you're in clock territory, buddy. <laughs> you're all clock all the way. All clock nonstop. Okay. How about this? I'm going to throw a curveball into this theory. Okay. Uh, not that I've ever seen one, but mm -hmm. what if you had a digital pocket watch? It still is determined by the overall body size. I guess I see it like the <laughs> like the face mm -hmm. of an alarm clock. Yeah, so that big. That's yeah. a that's a and pocket that's, clock. I feel like mm. if it's still in this range, <laughs> that's just a big pocket watch style, whether it's digital or analog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Important things being figured here. Are uh, you happy, other David? <laughs> We've included you. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I guess okay. I think I'm, I'm trying to put the pieces together. I think they're commenting on a, a, a commercial that ran. While, oh, but I probably. still don't understand what house right. watch. It doesn't matter. I forget that there's commercials on, on yeah. Twitch. We do not see the commercials. No, yeah. no. We lack context. It's true. Among other things. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, uh, Griff, also for just uh, chiming in. Their first their first uh, chat. I am also comment. So that we're just nice. having we're having nice. we're having a, a time. A plus 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 comment. I love it. We're having a time in the chat, guys. I see you. I I got a you. cousin-in-law named Griffin. I wonder if that's him. Oh man, WK Griff. I don't know. Well, thank you, Corey. That padded the I thought the so. Stream here. <laughs> uh, uh, proper David, David, to whom which we were talking uh, the entirety of this episode. David Coleman, not Shapiro. Not nope. there's anything wrong with David Shapiro. It's just he's not here right now. He isn't. I got people's hopes up when I titled David Coleman David Shapiro. This will be cut. Uh, that implies <laughs> I'll edit the episode. David, let's hear your made-up movie. You've got the most fantastical one. Or did you? Is this mundane? I don't know. Which route will it David Coleman take? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, David, let's hear your synopsis for made-up movie Professor Extreme and the Nuke Troopers. In the not-too-distant future, sure. an elite squadron of soldiers is recruited straight out of college to answer directly to the U.S. Department of Energy. Hmm. They are called the Nuke Troopers. Our story begins with the newest undergrads hoping to join up and protect the power grid from the forces of evil. They meet their instructor for Urban Planning 203, <laughs> Professor Extreme. The professor, played by our Lord of the Calendar, Russell Crowe, sure. explains to his class that he understands the university had limited class offerings this semester and that some of them are just here to meet a gen ed requirement. He says that's fine and attendance isn't mandatory. Uh, the major assignments and deadlines are all listed on the syllabus, and they can submit those online. Uh, just make sure not to miss the two midterms or the final. Several students get up and leave immediately. As our story continues, it is revealed that aliens are attacking, destroying solar panels, windmills, and other sources of clean energy. The main would-be, hoping-to-be, nuke trooper, goes to Professor Extreme for advice at the local bar, which is just where he likes to hold his office hours. 
The professor inspires the cadet and he leads his classmates on a non-sanctioned mission. Guns blazing. They create a series of nuclear plants allowing for an energy surplus. When the dust settles, they are awarded with medals. Giving a speech, our main cadet shares a piece of wisdom he learned from Professor Extreme. The wisdom was not related to urban planning, but in instead came from one of many tangents about the professor's own current research that he got into during class time. That's our film. <laughs> just a tenured professor. Yeah. <laughs> Who just happened going to... Going about his... He just happened yeah. to be given these extreme energy-preserving military folks. Yeah. And you do not have to come to class. Just trying to get a gen ed credit. Yeah. You can do it's it's basically independent study. You can just yeah. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Urban planning independent study? Sure. Yeah. Sure. David, thank you for joining us. Uh lovely to have you. I don't think I've um, I've said it's lovely to have someone uh, enough. Because yeah. it is. It is all it's generally lovely. Yeah. But I don't I don't think I express it that way. Awesome has been used too often. When it's lovely, call it lovely. Uh, David, <laughs> I don't know. I just went on a walk. <clears throat> David, uh, how can people enjoy more David Coleman in their lives? I am also on TikTok. So oh, at yeah. regular Hulk. So the same as the Twitter handle, but okay. just do it on TikTok instead of Twitter. I don't know what's going to happen if you do it on Twitter because I don't remember the last time I posted something there. And I keep forgetting to tell Jesse to change it. <laughs> I need to do um, that. I also set up a little cardboard frame uh, at the end of my driveway that says jokes, five cents. <laughs> so good. if you're ever in town, I got some good classic knock knocks. <laughs> well, that seems uh, kind of mean and uh, irresponsible, given that you can see a club from your home. That's <laughs> true. To I've set got, up competition in your driveway. <laughs> my tickets are cheaper. <laughs> All right. In this economy? All right. Their beer is like eleven bucks. Oh, well, then, fuck all that nonsense. Uh, thank you, David. Um, charmingly to have you. I don't know. I tried. Charmingly to have me. Yeah, I would charming to have me. Uh, we'll have you back around again, David. We'll check out your TikToks as well. Everybody's got TikToks. This panel is lousy with them. We we posted two videos and then I stopped. It's extra work. Anybody want to run our TikTok? I will. Anybody? Oh, well then there it. we are. <laughs> no, now we're bordering on burning you out. <laughs> I have to stretch the people that want to help around here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Getting encouraged from the audience. That's just let him have this. <laughs> let the little. Um, All right. Well, we'll talk. Uh, Melody, how about you wrap up this edition of the Stab Show? I have. I have an inkling of where this could maybe go, but I have no real idea. Do so you, let's. Do, do you want my plugs? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we're gonna get there. Okay. Okay. Can I? I do that too sometimes when I'm in the last spot, and it's like <laughs> you know the the plugs before that. I've anticipated that, and then he gets upset. Yeah. <laughs> I have to act like I was going to do it. But here's the thing: and that you guys aren't. We don't think he me. was gonna do it. Huh? <laughs> he felt like he was yeah. amping up to the prompt itself. It, yeah. You you might be right. <laughs> I'm never going to admit that. <laughs> Clearly, I was gonna I was gonna lead this and then turn and then we're gonna come back. No, uh, I was gonna skip it. So thank you. <laughs> and that's the last time you're hearing that. Uh, 
<laughs> Melanie, uh, I mean, I implied heavily, uh, what with the, the panel being lousy with TikTokers, that you have one. People I can do. find you. You actually have to say it. Fine. Be precious about it. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell, people, tell people how they can get more Melanie Ford uh, where they work in bank. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm at Oops and Non-Binary. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. And I did just express today that it is uh, morally good to steal people's credit cards in Null Valley. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So get hot political takes. <laughs> yeah. And shit posts. Yeah. You got to get a good balance. Yes. Mm-hmm. You got to reel them in and then, then give them something to think about. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which is the reeling and which is the thinking, but yeah. to each their own. Uh, Melanie, before mm-hmm. I was so rudely interrupted <laughs> by making sure people knew about you, uh, <laughs> let's wrap up movie makeup. Let's wrap up this episode with your synopsis of the made-up movie New York Honest. <laughs> Hey, dudes. <laughs> that you're like wondering how the fuck I'm going to fit in here. <laughs> Don't worry. Connors wonders that sometimes, too. <laughs> uh. Okay. So, like, I know we're supposed to be here talking about our, like, movies or whatever. But let me tell you bros about my video podcast. I'm losing the voice. <laughs> Each episode, we interview a gnarly guy, a skater, a parkourer, a grinder broski. And then we just film him doing his shit. I'm of the righteous opinion that it counts as ASMR to hear, like, the boards on the half pipe or the sneakers squeaking off the sides of the building or the back of the throat sounds. (laughs) 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 But we have been formally rejected by the ASMR community for having, quote, unpleasant clashing sounds and, quote, (laughs) pornography. (laughs) But that just makes us, like, ASMR rebels, dude. I'm sorry, why is it called New York Honest if we're based out of Natomas, dude? <laughs> I don't know, man. It just sounded rad. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And see, sometimes four works, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Rule of three is meant to be broken. <laughs> and that was Stab. Thank you all for joining us. And, of course, a very special thanks to our amazing panel, Corey Berenger, David Coleman, and Melanie Ford. Now... If you enjoyed what you just heard, and gosh, we hope you did, you can get this and 333 other episodes. <laughs> uh, we're getting there. Real similar to this via the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. Or, if you'd like to catch these episodes as they happen, there's a couple ways to do that. First, by coming down to Stab Comedy Theater in person. Or you can just tune in from the comfort of your home, home to stabtv.com. Either way, as long as you're doing it at Friday at, 8, at 7 p.m., oh, we'll be there. I wrote too much, so I'm trying to rush through it. What matters is, we're all done here. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and uh, you've been awesome. Or charming. Good night.